Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen as we discussed discipline number three, which is courage and vulnerability, um, and how to cultivate that more into your relationships. Today, we have a special guest, Sarah Peterson. Sarah is a retired ICU nurse, mom of four, and wife of 20 years. Sarah is passionate about helping families navigate their children's education and bring their family closer together. This year will be an exciting year as Sarah rolls her message out to families everywhere. You can find more information about Sarah on Instagram at sarah.a.peterson. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Welcome, Sarah, and thank you for being with us today. I'm so excited that you're on with us and um, the things that you're going to be sharing with us. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Let's go ahead and dive into some things. I wanted to see if you could tell us a bit, little bit about your story, like your background, you know, how you got to where you are to today. I would be happy to do that. Yeah, that's a lot though, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I usually like to start by saying I actually had a wonderful childhood. I feel like I would be so ungrateful if I didn't mention like the wonderful childhood my parents provided. Um, and I know that's not always the case, but I'm still so grateful for that. Um, right. I had a loving home and a parents who just told me I could just do whatever I wanted, like that there was nothing really holding me back. Um, and I was homeschooled as a kid. So that's kind of like an interesting thing yeah. to know about me. Um, so I was homeschooled as a kid and I went to college um, and I became a nurse. It was kind of a little like long road to get there, but um, I, yeah, I, I went to, ended up going to nursing school in Massachusetts and um, loved being a nurse. So, oh, I bet that was an interesting, um, from being homeschooled to college in Massachusetts. Yeah, right? um, yeah. yeah, it was slow. So at first I went to the community college mm-hmm. and then I went to a church school. Um, and then that's where I met my husband and we got married and about a year and a half into our marriage, that's when he needed to go to professional school in Boston. And uh-huh. so that's where I finished my nursing school. And so it was definitely like a gradual uh, transition out of like homeschool in a small little town to, um, to like going to, you know, nursing school at like Harvard teaching hospitals, you know, so it was definitely a a transition for sure. Like, and it was slow. It wasn't overnight. Okay. Okay. So, um, then the nursing career started. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I became a nurse and I loved it so much. Like I was passionate about it. I, it fulfilled me. I loved caring for people. 
who couldn't take care of themselves. And it just brought me so much fulfillment. I loved it so, so much. I just have like this nurturing thing in me. The nice mm-hmm. thing about, I would tell my patients, I'm like, my husband doesn't let me boss him around. So I <laughs> to boss people around. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Did they laugh at you? Oh yeah. oh yeah. Cause you know, I'm in there like telling them to do stuff they don't want to do. Right. And I'm like, no, I'm in charge. Like you have to do what I say. Cause I come to work to boss people around. So anyway, <laughs> Give yeah. me this, please. <laughs> yes. I absolutely loved it. I loved learning about our bodies and human bodies. And I loved the miracle of the human body just to see what people can actually like go through and what they can come back from. And I just, I loved it all. And so, um, I did that through the end of my husband's edu- you know, his education. And then we moved West, um, where we live now in Idaho and, um, my husband is a dentist and, um, so kind of an interesting thing is I have never, ever, ever wanted to be an entrepreneur ever, ever. <laughs> I just wanted to go to work and like do my job really well and get paid and come home. And, and that, that's all I wanted to do. And right about the time that we decided it was time to start a family. Um, my husband also decided to tell me he was very unhappy working for other people. And, um, that was crushing, right? You don't right. want your spouse to come home and tell you how unhappy they are. Um, and so he said he really felt like he needed to start his own business, like his own dental practice. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. Like we don't, we're not entrepreneurs. Like we work for other people. And he's like, I can't do it. I just can't be happy doing that. So, um, that started this dual adventure of parenthood. And business ownership all at the same time. So wow. that was interesting. Um, that was an interesting time for sure and very memorable. Um, so I would work when I was pregnant, I would work um, like over the weekends as a nurse and I'd work all week for my husband in his office because he, you know, didn't, Need- he was starting from scratch. He needed someone to work the front desk. Wow. And, he and so that's what we did for like quite a few months until he got his feet you know, under him and got his business going. And, and I was able to like pull away from his office. I never have, I still work for him, but from home now, but, um, I've wow. never left his business, but <laughs> so anyway, that's amazing. Um, yeah. That was kind of a transition. Then of course, becoming a mom and becoming parents together for the first time. I mean, just such a huge time in our life and all just all these good things and hard things just all came all at once. So that was wow. a definite transition for us. So how was, you know, as you guys were going on this journey of starting this business, I mean, you, you working and I'm assuming, um, still ICU nurse, um, in, at I, in Idaho as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how was working and, um, business running and being a mom? How how did that work? Yeah. So by the time I had my baby, um, I wasn't working in his office anymore. Um, And so I was doing things at home to help him, like hiring, but I wasn't in the office. Uh, so that was very helpful. Um, and then I went down to part-time work and then slowly to what nurses call per diem, where I was only working like a certain time, a few times a month. So over, you know, I gradually um, weaned out as his job, you know, like grew and grew and grew. Then I was able to like shrink down my hours. What was so interesting is I loved nursing so much. I felt so happy at the end of long 12 hour shifts. Um, I loved working nights. I love, I just loved everything about it. Um, but when I had my son, everything changed for me as I'm sure it does most parents. Um, and I, I said, you know, as much as I love nursing and I really, really did, 
I loved being home with my son. It was harder. Like at least as a nurse, like I knew I was like, I knew I've been doing it for years. Like I knew I was good at it. You know, I could go home and like be like check and like parenthood's not like that, you know, and especially, mm-hmm. especially a first time mom, but really any mother, like any, whatever kid you're at, like it's hard and you never know if you're doing it right. Right. So, yeah. So that was an interesting thing. But even, even then, um, I was like, okay, this is my calling now. Like nursing was my calling. And then I had my son and I'm like, okay, like, this is it. Like this, that took the place of that, um, of that nursing experience. Um, and that passion and drive. That- so I was able to transition, transition out of working so much, um, actually quite easily in my heart because I, my priorities just changed, you know? It's so interesting how that sometimes plays out for, for us that way sometimes. Oh, that's really neat. So your mom and and this was your first child and how many children do you have? So now I have four children, (laughs) four beautiful children. Okay. Four kids and um, I homeschool them as well. And so that's a fun adventure. My mind is blown right now. So, I mean, you're running this, your husband's job, you know, doing that and you're managing a household with four kids on top of that as well. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It, well, I don't know about managing the household or if it's managing me, but I have, <laughs> I have children. <laughs> I homeschool. It's definitely, um, yeah, it's a juggle. It's, there's, it's definitely a juggle. So Yeah. I will tell you, I can totally relate with you, girl. <laughs> I got four littles at my house as well. Okay. So. okay yeah. So sometimes you just have to pick and choose, you know, what you're going to do. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So your path now though, cause you're no longer a nurse. You're not, I should say you're no longer a practicing yeah, nurse. Yeah. I don't work anymore. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause I think I'll always be a nurse in my heart for sure, but I don't work anymore and I don't have any plans to work for now, but it's always something I have. That's one of the reasons I picked um, nursing was because it was something I could use in any situation, any time in my life and anywhere I went if I needed to. So oh, and the flexibility that. that it can yeah. give you as a mother, you know, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, so I've been helping my husband. So he's just about to reach his 13th, um, anniversary of opening his own business and it's grown so much. It's been a wild ride. <laughs> We've learned so much. Um, and then this last year in 2019, we decided to learn about online marketing and um, sales, which is all new for us, right? Because we're what people call brick and mortar, right? We do a, we're a service business, like our business is in the office. And now we're learning about marketing online and connecting with people on Facebook. Like until this year, like, I'm pretty sure we posted like once a year. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're like, you need to be posting to Facebook. And we're like, what? Like, how do we do that? Um, So yeah, it's been a huge learning curve. Like when you think you've got it, like then you're like, oh wait, now I need to learn this new thing. And But what's been really fun is I had no idea that I would love it. And I love it. I have loved learning everything I can about marketing and about um, offers and sales messages and just connecting with people who are just teaching me so much. I truly like feel like I am an entrepreneur now. And one year ago, I would have never, ever, ever said that. So it's, that's, yeah, it's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. I, I, I do have to ask as you have gone into this online marketing world yeah. um, with your husband's business, about 12 months, you said, yeah, it's been about 12 months. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
how how has that impacted his business? Like, have you noticed? Yeah. So we are still trying to figure out exactly how to mesh our business, like our service, our brick and mortar service business, yeah. um, with the online model. It is definitely um, even today. Like I was speaking with our our practice management consultant, um, talking about strategy and talking about you know like what are we going to do. I would say the last year has been like crash course, like college for, um, online marketing. Um, and so I think the biggest impact in just this last year is the knowledge, the connections, like, and the, like what we've learned. And so I feel like now we're, we're going forward with like so much more knowledge, um, of what it is that, how we want to use this online world with our, like, in the real life world as right. far as business goes. Yeah. Right. So it's just been a ton of learning. Um, but it's been so great. So Sarah, let me ask you this um, other question with, with your husband, you know, doing the business, you helping out in that um, area as well, homeschooling your four children, mm-hmm. um, getting exposed to this whole new world, you know, this online world, how, how does this play into your family dynamics? Like in means of, you know, prioritizing or, or having that time for family time and connecting, you know, yeah. there's just so much to learn <laughs> to, to dr- run the business. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's time. Yeah. So how, how do you guys balance all of that? You know, we're not perfect at it. First of all, I don't think anyone's perfectly balanced. Um, I don't think we're ever perfectly balanced, right? We have to pick and choose at different phases in our life, what we're going to focus on. And if you're focusing on one thing, that means you're not focusing on other things. So you're not technically balanced. So I say that like gently, right? Like as far as balance, I I feel like saying like, we're more like um, in a good place for us right now, right? We have figured out our priorities. So what we have done is um, we've actually included our family a lot. So my oldest is 12. And he is, I believe in his heart, like an amazing entrepreneur. I think that's what he's, I mean, he just has a brain and a heart for being an entrepreneur and coming up with, you you know, like these awesome ideas, like his brain just works like that. Even before this online marketing thing, like I knew that about him. He was little and he wanted to like sell stuff, you know, like like in his heart. I love that. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this kid? And this year I figured it out. Like we are going to bring him on this journey. And so we have brought him to like coaching events. We have, I've given him books. Like he's read all these, listened to all these audiobooks that are for grownups, but he just wants to learn. So that's one of the ways that we have done it is just involving them. And I work on a laptop in my, like in the common area. And so my kids are just there with me when I do need to, do something. I'll tell them. I'm like, okay, I'm helping daddy right now. Um, with, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> like write this email. And, um, and so they know what I'm doing. Um, but you know what, it does take a lot of self-control and some days I'm not so great. And some days I'm better where I'm just like, okay, I have to close it now. It's like lunchtime. It's time for me to like do school for my kids or whatever it is. Um, right. I'm like, Sarah, just disengage. It'll be here when you come back, but your kids won't be here. Like they're not the same age, like in five minutes. So it's definitely like a lot of pep talking myself as well. Um, and then I really had to like come to terms. So it's interesting. I would watch, you know, I watch people with all this momentum in their businesses. Um, 
just like, you know, doing so well and like having all these wins and it's so easy to be like, Oh, like I'm not, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. And then I tell myself, you are moving slower because you have other really important priorities. Like I cannot spend eight hours a day, five days a week, just focusing on business because I do other more important things. So, um, so that's kind of, I just had to like really pep talk myself this year and be like, okay, you're, you're doing good. Like you're, I'm moving forward, but I am not at your rate. I'm moving at my pace. Yeah. I'm yes, at my absolutely. Pace. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And so once I like really came to terms with that, then I felt like a lot, but I gave myself a lot more grace. I'm like, okay, well, I can shut this computer. It's fine. If I don't come back to this particular, like whatever I'm working on a, you know, an offer for my husband's office. I'm like, I can come back to this in two days and that's, that's okay. Right. Yeah, oh, I love that. I will tell you one of the, one of the biggest things that is is helped me in that area, and I say this with my children because there's constantly um, so and so has this or that, you know. But it's it's you know how does that feel when you're comparing what they have to what you have? Well, it makes me feel bad, right? Well, that's what comparison is. It's that thief of joy. Yes, um, so and so the only thing that we should really compare ourselves to is to what we did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for sure. I absolutely self comparison, not to anyone else. Cause we're all on different journeys, different timelines, different circumstances and situations. And I love, I have yeah. to tell you, Sarah, I love the fact that you prioritize your family. I mean, I, my, my mind, I'm, no one saw me do this because this is an audio thing, but my mind was blown when I, you know, was like homeschooling on top of this. I'm like superwoman right there. You know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. People say that, but I have a few like tricks. It's not superwoman. It's priorities and mm, yeah. Tricks. Those can be helpful. <laughs> um, but I will have to say the biggest obstacle my family has faced, we just faced it um, two years ago. And my daughter, who's four now, um, was two at the time, and she was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Oh, so wow. That was a wow. really, uh, as you can imagine, that's the biggest obstacle to date that we have um, overcome. I don't even know, I don't even like to say I've overcome it, um, right. but we got through it. And um, anyone who knows anything about cancer, it, it's never gone. Like, it's always, it's always there. It's part of our life now. Um, oh. But it, it like, when at the, it's so interesting. Like people ask, they're like, "Well, like, how did you get through it?" And and I'm like, you know, it it has taught us more in like that seven months of her treatment than anything ever. Like we are so much better on this this on this other end. I'm like, wow, would I ask for that? No, but it's what we got, and we're just better. So I'm grateful for the lessons we learned. And I'm grateful for my daughter who suffered for us to be better people. So, Oh my goodness. That, wow. I I am like just so taken back on that with everything else that's going on. And then your two-year-old, I mean, this is your two-year-old. Yeah. I mean, and you, okay. You are a nurse. That's your background, body, miraculous, all of these things that you started with, right? Mm-hmm. How how did you process this? Like getting told, I mean, I, I'm assuming there was probably something going on with your daughter that you were seeing. You know, actually in her situation, it was overnight. Like it was in an instant. Like we- Really? 
And well, yeah, she was fine. Oh and then she was sick for a few days. And then I took her in thinking she had gas or she was constipated or yeah. And eight hours later, I was told that she had cancer. And so it was very, very shocking for us. Um, in a way though, I'm grateful for that because we were just able to dive right in and just take care of it versus like if we were going in for weeks and weeks of testing, you know, it was a busy time in our life at that time. You know, she, we had four children. She was our youngest. Um, it was a busy time in my husband's business. Uh, we were building a home. It was almost done. It was almost time to move in. And I was like there every day, like those last stages of home building, like you're there every single day answering questions and making decisions and things like that. Um, it's so I, I hope you don't mind, but I do want to talk about a little bit. So I'm a really um, spiritual person. And so um, I feel like I was led by God to prepare uh-huh. myself. I didn't know, but I had decided to hire a nanny. This, so my daughter was diagnosed in January of 2018. And in September of 2017, I just felt really strongly like led to like hire a nanny. And in my, I, my reasoning was I needed someone there um, to help me so that I could get through this house finished, right. To get this built on this house. Right. Um, and then in December, a month before her diagnosis, I felt really strongly impressed to like hire my niece. She was a mathematics major in uh, co- the local college um, to hire her to tutor my kids in math. And I just thought it'd be good for them and good for her and, and give me, help me. And a month later, my daughter was diagnosed with cancer and my whole world stopped like the entire world just stopped and nothing mattered anymore. My house didn't matter anymore. Like nothing, like nothing else mattered. All that mattered was my daughter and my other kids. And that was it. Oh, doesn't and that just put it into perspective? Everything into perspective, everything. And I could all of a sudden I could see I'm like, wow, like God put like my niece in my life to, she ran my homeschool for seven months. Um, mm. And, you know, the nanny and my mom lived close by and all these different things that just lined up to get us through it. And so I can't really take credit for all of it because I know it wasn't just me. So. Oh my goodness. What a wonderful, wonderful way of seeing what truly is a difficult situation. And you're sitting here before me and in looking at the miracles and the blessings and the learnings and coming out of it two years later and can see the gifts that came through all of this. It's so amazing. Like even during it, like my husband and I would look at each other and we're like, what is going on here? Like the beautiful miracles that we would receive just even in it, like even in, in the hard parts and so that was an interesting thing. So, I mean, I, I love this theme that you have of like letting it go and figuring out our priorities because that was like a huge, like, okay, drop everything, like everything. I told my husband the day she was diagnosed, I said, well, I'm done. I don't care about that house anymore. I'm not going back to it until we live there. I'm not, I could care less like what happens. Um, and you know what? People like stepped up, like a friend of ours, who's a home builder. He wasn't our home builder, but he was on, he said, I'll finish this house for you. Like I will get it done. I didn't go back. I didn't even see it till we moved in and I didn't move us in all of a sudden, everyone around us, friends, family, church, neighbors, they moved us, you know, all these things. And where I would never dream of that before. Like if people were like, we'll move you. And I'd be like, no, it's fine. You know, yeah. well, people are like, can we bring you dinner? I didn't cook for seven months, seven months. I didn't cook Oh my goodness, Sarah. because I had to like, 
I had to really just like face the facts, like what's important here. And cooking wasn't important. I needed, and I let these other people feed my family for seven months. I just had to let it go. And would I have done that in any other situation? No. What's beautiful. And this went on like for seven months, like this just went on and on or people everywhere out of every corner of our lives, people across the world, like just everywhere doing things for us that ordinarily we can just do for ourselves. Um, but no longer were my priority to do anymore, like cleaning my house, like cleaning my bathrooms, um, that sort of thing. Um, all of a sudden we were open to letting people help us. What's so interesting is the connection that we have with those people, the people who served us during that time, we're like bonded forever. Like that was one of the biggest things that like coming out of that really hard time is those people who served us are our family now because we all went through it together. Would I have ever like let my, like let things go? Would I have ever just said, okay, well that's not important anymore. That's not important anymore. Would I have ever said that otherwise? No, I wouldn't have. It took that really hard thing, but now I'm like, gosh, that was like the best thing I ever did. Right. Right. It's more important in our life than our connections, our relationships. So anyway, I could go on and on. Oh my goodness. It was I very could hard. Too. <laughs> but I could it hear you like, forever. Yeah. It was so hard, but it was like the best thing too. My daughter is amazing. Like an amazing child. And she went through cancer treatments and got through cancer. Like so, so difficult. I'm so grateful to her because my life is better from the lessons I learned. And I just am so grateful to my, my daughter. Um, for, I feel like oh. she did something for me. So. Oh, most definitely. And, and it sounds like for beyond you, but your family, your community, I mean, yes. people yes. reaching out across the globe. I, I am just in those times of need. And when your priorities are just so clear mm-hmm. to have others step in and help. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like you recognizing what you see looking, you know, behind, you know, looking yeah. backwards, yeah. you know, God's hand in it mm-hmm. with the pre-placements of getting a nanny, having mm-hmm. your, it was your niece, correct? Yeah. My niece. Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. I know. Wow. I'm still like just in such awe. Um, so when we talk about like our priorities, like my whole, um, mindset about priorities now has completely changed. Um, it's interesting. So now my daughter is healthy. Um, life is busy. I have, you know, I, my kids only get busier as they get older. My husband's business is busier. Now I'm starting to like launch into like starting to do my own entrepreneurial things. And so life is super busy, but I always have that now to like be, okay, what's your priority, Sarah? I have that frame of mind. It's yeah. Oh, Sarah, thank you for sharing that with us. Truly. I'm happy Um, to. And I'm, I'm very glad to hear that your daughter's health is much better. Yes. She's Um, awesome. She's growing so healthy and just a very busy four year old. Thank you for listening to enlightened relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.